0: vr training platforms like the one developed by fundamental vr and orbis international are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients
1: as you practice each skill the muscle memory starts to develop
0: learn more at meta.com metaverse impact fox 2 presents hancock and kelly
2: Welcome to Hancock and Kelly here on Fox 2 on your Sunday morning. What a week we've had, right? On the right is John Hancock. Morning, go team. He looks refreshed. On the left, Michael Kelly, how you doing?
1: I'm doing great, good morning. Okay,
2: great, and I'm John Brown. Big story this week, of course, Election Day 2018 is come and gone, so we're going to preview 2020 today. <laughs> let's go. Too soon? No, nobody wants to hear this. Nobody wants a political ad. I guess the big question, what happens next? Gentlemen, let's begin with the race. Everybody around the country is watching Holly McCaskill didn't turn out to be the barn burner after all, like I think a lot of us thought it was. John, you're the winning party, you're up first.
0: Well, it was it was a much bigger margin than I expected. I thought Josh was going to win the thing. I may have mentioned that on the air here, Brown. Uh, but I was a little surprised at the six and a half point margin there. I think what we'll find, I suspect what we'll find, when we get the exit poll data back uh, and have a chance to review it, I would bet that young people and perhaps even minorities didn't turn out in adequate numbers to elect Claire McCaskill, and you know she has a fine—that's a very fine path to walk for a Democrat to win statewide in Missouri. Mm. Uh, you've got to have a fully engaged and energized base, and you've got to shave points off of Republican areas. Claire had been able to do that historically; it didn't didn't work this time.
1: Yeah, I think this election is a, a credit, and the fact that Josh Hawley won is a credit to the President of the United States. He came five times in the last year for Josh Hawley. He did more campaigning for Josh Hawley than Josh Hawley did for Josh Hawley. Uh, the, in the final week, he was here twice, really firing up the Republican base. And uh, I believe what happened on uh, Tuesday night was a direct reflection of the efforts that Donald Trump put out there. Having said that, I, I don't know where the votes have come from. We'll have to wait and see from right. the polling numbers. But uh, based on what we witnessed in August, where we had folks coming out from Every part of the state of Missouri to stand up against right to work. We were hopeful that those folks would stick around and realize that Josh Hawley and the Republicans were the ones who were pushing right to work. I have a feeling, John Hancock, that middle class white working family went back and started voting for Donald Trump, and that's where the problem was for Claire
0: McCaskill. It may well be. It may well be. It's uh, there was what she carried four counties, five counties: St. Louis like City,
2: that. St. Louis County, Boone County, Kansas City, and. Um, And the county there. Jackson County. County, That was it. Yeah, I'm glad you guys pulled these numbers up once again because you see the final margin there, 51 to 45. Now, I don't often toot my own horn, but I texted John (laughs) Hancock at five o'clock that afternoon and I said Holly by six. You did. I did. I even have the evidence of that. And and here's why, and I want to get your response to this. Um, First of all, 55% said they think Trump was a strong leader. 42 percent said he was trustworthy. That didn't add up to me. Something seems strange there. 52 percent high disapproval of McCaskill and the Kavanaugh hearings were a driving force. So when you put all that together, that's why I said this is not going to be as close as we think it is, John.
0: Yeah, I think that's right. And in, in the, these elections, midterms, you know, turn out everybody talked about how high it was and it was unseasonably high for a midterm. But still, you're talking about, you know, 55 to 60 percent of the of the registered voters showing up. So there's still a whole lot of people that didn't show up Mm -hmm. on Tuesday. And it looks like the Republicans showed up.
1: There's no doubt about this. This was a bad night for Missouri Democrats. It was a good night for Democrats across the country, and I know we're gonna get into that. But in Missouri, it was not a good night. We picked up no margins in the, no House seats, no Senate seats. We lose the United States Senate seat. Uh, Nicole Galloway, the state treasurer who was running against a person that was even shunned by the her own party barely pulled off a victory democrats have a lot of reflection to do in the state of missouri as to what the pathway forward is to win you know john you and i can remember it wasn't that long ago that the democrats had a stranglehold on the state of missouri and all the statewide offices and you can look no further than the example of mcdowell the treasurer candidate or uh, the auditor c- candidate for the republicans who you all didn't even embrace got forty-five percent of the vote simply because she had an R behind
0: her name. Yeah, it's a a state that is trending Republican, there's no question about it and you know that it is significant that in a a tough year Republicans, I don't think we've ever lost net seats in the the General Assembly for over a decade now. Think about that. Hmm. Uh, Through good times, through bad times, Uh, it's pretty remarkable. All
2: right, let's talk national scene here. As you've seen by now, Republicans retain control of the Senate. Democrats now in control of the House. Uh, That was the latest Senate map. Uh, Republicans of 51, that's all that matters. They're over the 50%. That means what? With the House, now with Democrats, those were the latest numbers here. That means there could be investigations into Trump's taxes, a lot of talk of impeachment. One thing we do know, divided Congress is good for the stock market. When you have a divided Congress gridlock actually drives the stock market up the following year so we'll leave it at that what do you anticipate over the next few years well
1: I think we are going to see some investigation of the president I think taxes likely is one I don't believe the Democrats are gonna go down the impeachment route I think that that is not a successful pattern for them I think really finding out what happened in 2016 with Russia and the connections that existed with Donald Trump took place I also think that the Democrats need to come out, maybe potentially have a change of leadership nationwide, take the Nancy Pelosi stuff off the table, and two, to find some common ground where they can work with the Republicans, maybe on infrastructure. You know, Donald Trump does have a propensity at times to really swing to the left on some issues. We've seen it on trade, he could do the same thing on infrastructure, and maybe the Democrats
2: could come to the table yeah. to work with the president. I want to backtrack here very quickly because you brought up something about Democrat leadership. you were talking about what drove the vote here. A lot of Missouri Republicans said they liked Claire McCaskill more than Josh Hawley, but they didn't like Chuck Schumer and Nancy Pelosi. It's funny how the leadership actually drove the Missouri race as well here, John.
0: Well, it does, and, and uh, you know, there's a few... Few people that can unite Republicans the way Nancy Pelosi can. And, you know, I think they're going to re-elect her, or elect her as Speaker. Uh, I think, you know, and and I think that would be a mistake. It's going to be fascinating to see one of the most challenging things in government is a narrow legislative majority. It makes every vote count uh, critical. It requires massive amounts of arm-twisting. doesn't matter which party's in power and having a narrow majority in some regards is is worse than having being in the minority and certainly for politics uh, it is better Republican politics that have Nancy Pelosi and the, and the Democrats in charge of the house
1: yeah that's likely right uh, you know what's concerning to me is we saw Democrats get motivated in some parts across the country uh, against Donald Trump in 2016 remember we had the women's March People were all showed up in unprecedented numbers. Well, they didn't do that on 2018 in this election. And if Democrats weren't motivated
2: then, I don't know what's gonna motivate. Them. Okay, biggest surprise on election night for me was that we weren't here until one or two A. M. Yeah. It was called early. What about for you? What was the biggest surprise of the night for you?
0: I was shocked at the uh, at the transportation tax, the gas tax going yeah. down by and it went down not by a little but by a lot. Unopposed. And it had been poll it had been polling above fifty from what I was told and yeah there was no money spent against it and it went down and it went down in places it only passed st louis city by five thousand you can pass any tax you want in the city of st louis and and it went down big in st louis county contrast that to the zoo so the zoo you've got a you've got a sales tax campaign and sales tax is not that popular and it passes with sixty one percent in st louis county with no opposition gas tax, no opposition, goes down big in St. Louis County. I saw both
1: of those to be surprising. The other thing that I was surprised about, I mentioned it earlier, was this McDowell in the auditor's race getting 45% of the vote. I mean, this is a woman who hadn't paid her taxes, had been shunned by the Republican Party, wasn't invited to any of the Donald Trump stuff, and people just are going out like lemmings and voting for somebody who wasn't incompetent, who was incompetent and not qualified, and even the Republican Party had ditched.
2: All right, still to come on Hancock and Kelly, Attorney General Josh Hawley is leaving Jefferson City. Wasn't there actually very long, (laughs) sorry. Now the debate begins about who's going to take that job and Governor Parson becomes the new godfather of the state.
1: There is a special faith in the
0: future, a light that burns in people who know both the agony of the hill and the freedom of the hilltop. And as your governor, I want to hoist that light high and let it show us the way in Illinois.
2: It was a blowout. Governor Bruce Rounder conceded uh, really like three weeks ago. I think (laughs) he lost in a landslide. Then you have J.B. Prisker, the next billionaire to try and get the state out of those financial straits. Guys, this one was never even close. Um, We're going to talk about those people coming up in just a second. First of all, your thoughts well the
1: billionaires boys club have switched teams now the democrats billionaire is going to run illinois you know you know illinois has got some real issues and they need to address their fiscal problems that exist there a big night for democrats that jb pittsger took out bruce rauner we have the first african-american lieutenant governor uh elected in the country right there in illinois a big night for democrats and democrats almost came really close to winning a couple of seats right there in southern illinois in the United States House, and uh, while they didn't get it this time, they'll keep coming back at it, and hopefully we can flip a couple of U.S.
0: House seats. Yeah, uh, that night, election night, it will be the high-water mark of the Pritzker administration. (laughs) He's got intractable intractable problems to deal with. They've got massive debt. He's going to raise taxes. That's going to drive businesses out of the state of Illinois. They're in for some rough years. It may help. To the, to the rebirth of the Republican Bruce Rauner didn't
1: state. have the worst night, though, because he's the first governor to leave the office and not go to jail in a long yeah, well,
0: time. Congratulations.
2: Normally, you get a, a pass directly to jail. It's like yeah. Monopoly when you play. It is Monopoly yeah. in Illinois. All right, state of Missouri has seen a lot of changes since the last general election. Take a look at these people, right? Governor Greitens is gone. That's not Governor Greitens. Governor Gritens is gone. The Lieutenant Governor is now Governor Parsons. Senator Mike Kehoe is now Lieutenant Governor. Attorney General will soon be Senator Josh Hawley, which means that Treasurer Eric Schmidt could be the next Attorney General or Secretary of State Jay Ashcroft could be the next Attorney General. All right, this is inside politics for you. Where does this go from here? Because as I said earlier, Parsons becoming the godfather. If he names one of those guys and he gets to name that position, he's gonna name his whole group up there.
0: Yeah, and you know it's fascinating because one of the challenges that Republicans have in the state is that there's so many of us in in elective office and very few places to go. And one of the things that could be accomplished through appointing and filling these seats is that we could avoid contentious primaries in twenty twenty for governor, lieutenant governor, and the other. We'll see, time will tell. But uh, if you can if you can do that and kind of maintain so that you don't have to spend a bunch of money winning a primary uh the future's bright
1: well it's a shame we couldn't see the picture of those guys because the one thing that's common with all of them is they're all white males there they are. which is what the Republican party has become i mean there's no there's no not even a gender diversity there this is a party of white males who are going to fight up the victors the spoils of the jobs and women left out and who knows what the governor's going to do it seems to me he has an opportunity
2: to put diversity in But that's not what that party wants. All right, Democrats... You just
0: wait. Stay tuned over there, Kelly. Stay tuned. got insider information.
2: (laughs) Democrats had a rough election night again in Missouri. We know that. The one thing you pointed out, though, on election night was that Democratic ideas passed, the candidates failed. How do you wrap your head around that, though? Medical marijuana uh... you know some of these other minimum issues the minimum wage those all passed but democrats I'm all still fail. trying
1: to figure it out and i can't wait to see where the vote totals come etc but it, it kind of goes to that theory i had about white uh... middle-class families working families who went out there and voted for a raise in the minimum wage voted for to clean up a lot of the corruption that's gone on under republicans in jefferson city but really liked donald trump and hop back in the taxicab even to
2: their own detriment. I think that's what we're gonna see. Well, think about this, John. Trump, Republican, has adopted a lot of Democratic ideas too. We're talking tougher trade agreements that benefits unions, look at this. Drug price protections, prison reform, paid parental leave. Those are all things he's backing. Those are Democratic ideas. Republicans are taking a lot of those and they're getting more popular.
0: Yeah, well, we'll, we'll see how this all plays out. You know, the, the election was a mixed bag. The, the makeup of the Senate map in, in 2018 was very favorable for Republicans. And we, we didn't quite maximize everything we could have gotten, but we had a very good night in the Senate. And really the House, I think we're at 29 right now, plus 29 for the Democrats. That's a pretty modest midterm gain, uh, but they did take control of the chamber. All right, one more question here. Since you were the, you were talking about Kingmaker over
2: there and all the Republicans, who is the new face of the Democratic Party? We were having this debate in the newsroom I don't know who it would be. There's nobody. I mean, Republicans are deep in Missouri. Well, Democrats, this is it. not so the much. Democrats really have to find their way. But there's no doubt it's
1: Nicole Galloway. I mean, this is a... Uh, a, a quality public servant, a good steward of the tax dollars. I think she is now the face she's of the Democratic Party. Absolutely, she's young. Absolutely. There's and no when the Republicans started to take the over the side. head, they had a bunch of youngs. Hey, when you start at the bottom, you got to move up. That's true. We've got a quality individual in Nicole Galloway. There's other folks out there. Jason Cander, still the uh, the guy from Kansas City that was running the mayor's office, has the PTSB. Uh, you've got Stephen Weber. There's you know Scott Sifton from St. Louis. There's folks out there, but there's no doubt about it. This Democratic Party is now Nicole Galloway's party. And I you think, guys. I
0: think that's right. And uh, you know, and bring it on. Because <laughs> you're
2: so deep, you've got you've got a bench of like a bunch of white dudes. <laughs> All right, still to come on Hancock and Kelly, another White House shakeup. The day after Election Day, Attorney General is gone. Many more staff members may be on the way out too. Take a look at this week's Tad poll from Show Me Victories. You guys said enough election with the poll this week, (laughs) right? You're like, that's it. Have you or do you plan to get the flu shot this year? 70% of people here said yes. 24% say no. 6% still don't know at this point. Was this just to break it all up here? Yeah, we
1: just wanted to try it because, you know, there's so much push about getting a flu shot. I'm afraid to get a flu shot. The one time I got it, I got sick. And don't call me doctors. I know that that's not the reason I got sick. Right but it's in my head. So I've stayed away from the flu shot. But, uh, you know, the flu kills so many people every year. It's It's important
0: to get it, especially after a certain age. Absolutely. Yeah. When you get to be my age, you better be getting that flu shot out there. And we did find in the, in the survey that the older folks are almost universally getting it. It It's like 80%, right? What I I looked over the entire, everything you guys sent out, right? I
2: looked over all of it. The only thing that seemed to be out of bounds, because everything was even independence, we're the least likely to get the flu shot. Republicans, Democrats, they they're up in independence. Yeah, they are like, I don't trust you guys. You're bringing us down. Yeah, but, yeah,
0: but Kelly, young women aren't getting the flu shot either. They're I saw not. That in the polls. Well, I better stay away from them. There you go. Hmm. Yes,
1: That's
2: correct. the first time he's ever said that. Yeah, he doesn't mean it. <laughs> no, he doesn't, he doesn't at all. Mean. He'll take the flu yeah. in order to get by it That's women. right. All right, Attorney General Jeff Sessions was shown the door this oh. past week.
0: We're looking at a lot of different things, including
2: Cabinet. I'm very happy with most of my Cabinet. Uh, We're looking at uh, different people for different positions. You know, it's very common after the midterms. I didn't want to do anything before the midterms. But I will tell you that, for the most part, I'm extremely happy with my Cabinet. How do you get the the elections off the front page? You do this. Matthew Whitaker, the next U.S. Attorney General, at least for now. Departure of Sessions wasn't a surprise to people who follow this closely, although it did seem a bit more abrupt than anticipated. Sessions resigned, but made sure everybody knew that Trump had asked him to leave. He said, "What uh, at your suggestion or whatever it was?" There, there was no, there was no question about this one, John.
0: Yeah, and I, I wonder that may have been the all-time record desk cleanout in the history of uh, in the history of employment because he, uh, boom, he was gone, was just like that. I
1: am going to pick the very best people. Here we are again, another one out the door. Look, I'm no fan of Jeff Sessions. But boy, how can you not feel sympathetic to this
2: guy after the way the president has emasculated him for the last two years on Twitter? I don't know how you work in that environment where your boss takes shots at you all the time. But now, of course, the big concern here, Whitaker uh, seems to be much more in line with the president on the Russia investigation. That's the Democratic concern Uh, and the Republican concern. Well, I
1: think it's a Republican and Democratic concern the question as to whether or not that the the, the, the new acting uh, attorney Attorney General general would fire Bob Mueller. That would not be wise. And let me tell you. Donald Trump had a good night the other night. He lost the house that wasn 't the worst thing that happened to him. The worst thing that happened to Donald Trump is Mitt Romney got elected to the United States Senate from Utah mm. and he 's going to be a thorn thorn in his side and If he makes a move at the um, Bob Mueller, I guarantee you Nick Rom- Mitt Romney will be leading the charge against that and
0: yeah, I could be wrong about this brown, but i i don 't expect Mueller to get fired, mm-hmm. and I think it would be a mistake there's clearly after a year and a half there's nothing to the Russian Whitewater pollution. went on
1: for six years john yeah
0: I understand that but there is nothing here and if there was something here we would have known about it by now so I think it would be a mistake to get rid of Mueller. I hope he wraps it up quickly uh, and and if he does we can move on with business and and enjoy this growing economy and yes got. there will be more
2: to come that always happens after the midterm but this one just seemed I, I, I mean that a resignation letter that says you asked me to quit that was harsh yeah, I mean, he didn't want to go out. He wanted this in the history, books, Well, I that think. was his personal way of giving the president back what he's been getting. I guess so. All right, still to come on Hancock and Kelly. It is time for final thoughts. Time for final thoughts here on Hancock and Kelly and Michael Kelly is up first today. Which well, guy?
1: this week we saw that we're going to see the departure of Claire McCaskill. She spent over two decades of public service in the state of Missouri. Some people like her, some people dislike her. Claire was always present. She was always there to take the input of her constituents. She went out, the class act, she came in and that was with her concession speech the way a politician should. Well done, Senator.
2: Request for a follow-up question from Michael Kelly. Granted, is she gonna run for something in Missouri down the road, Let's hope. (laughs)
0: <laughs> well, that's, well, yeah, I agree with that. All right, John <laughs> Hancock, you're up. Well, you know how when you find out somebody that you haven't seen in years is still alive, Brown, how oh. wonderful it is. You know, the, it may be a long lost cousin or a former teacher and they're still alive. Well, I had one of those experiences this last week at the Trump rally down in really? Cape Girardeau, Missouri. Lee Greenwood is still alive and he was singing God Bless the USA. And, you know, when Lee Greenwood sings God Bless the USA, Brown, you know what happens? What happens? Republicans win. That's what happens. Well,
2: he certainly showed up. There were a lot of people at that rally, as with all the rallies. Well, thanks for watching Hancock and Kelly today. Remember, if you miss any part of this show, you can download it there on your smartphone. Very easy. Just search the words Hancock or Kelly, K-E-L-L-E-Y. That's right. Otherwise, you get Kelly rip-up. <laughs> Fox News Sunday with Chris Wallace is coming up next. Have a great weekend. We'll see you back here next Sunday.